This is Chapter 97 of Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global Pandemic. On today's show, we'll look into the Miss France competition and make a stop at the Rococor Outdoor Christmas Market. We also have more Olympic news and yet another fiber update. Hmm. Oh, joy. Well, hey, first of all, Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas. It's, uh, it's coming right up. Yeah, right around the corner. Uh, and also, something programming note, uh-huh. uh, in January, our 100th episode will be dropping on January the 12th, and we would uh, still like you to be a part of it, and there's still time for you to get on board with a question or two. Yep. We, uh, we, uh, by the way, we have had... I know, I know, some some really good uh, input. Yeah, some cool responses, and we have a few surprises in line for you as well for <laughs> okay. the 12th. But uh, please just go to our Facebook page at Jeff and Julie Move to France, and anywhere on there you can uh, submit a, a question that you may have about a particular episode from the past uh, 100 episodes or something about France or Canada, whatever. We would uh, love to entertain your questions or comments, this episode is dedicated to you since you've been such a huge part of the success of the show. So yeah. we really do appreciate it. I, I have to say, I can't believe we're at number 100 soon. Neither am I, and neither can I. It's, it, it's, it just, I don't know, it blows my mind that we started something and, and have kept with it Yeah, and are still enjoying it. And, uh, well, you know, it, it it also gives us a little bit of purpose, and I'm sure we'll be able to draw a little more on that on the 100th episode. But, you know, it's it's certainly a topic that has legs here for us because stuff just keeps happening. So, well, you know. Well, you know, we're newcomers, so we're learning every day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a fun uh, progression and a, and a fun learning not curve. <laughs> no, the podcast, not oh. living here. <laughs> well, I, I, by the way, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. yeah. Uh, Brenda Vaccaro over here. Uh, Tom Box. <laughs> oh, God. You have another cigarette. <laughs> Holy, that's awful. I know. Gee. I know. Thank you for sharing, yeah, is yeah. all I have to say. God, you sound like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Julie caught the bug, so we're yeah. both a and couple... And it's not the vid. It's not no, COVID. We, we, bo- have, we both uh, home tested, and yeah. we're, it's not. It's just a regular... That's always... You know, that's a sign of love, eh? <laughs> home testing a COVID together. Jeez. That could be worse things, though. Cheers. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, Julie's got the bug now, so we both kind of sound like hell, but neither one of us have COVID, so... So we're we're, we're good. Hey, I just finished my big stair project. Like, honestly, I've... Minutes ago, I'm still wearing my work clothes. I got sawdust all over me. You do, yeah. From the final couple of and cuts. You've torn dirty jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're my work jeans. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited about these uh, workshop stairs. I'll... Uh, I'll pour a few photos onto the Facebook page just to show yeah, you. Yeah, the... you did a really good job. Like all the ciphering and the measurements, Aye. all the planning, the planning that had to go into, you know, how how big the risers are, how wide the stairs are, what the the elevation is, the treads, yeah, and all oh, that stuff. yeah. But it's it's solid. It is a template. There's no doubt about it. And yeah, it's solid. I. Uh, I tend to overbuild things, and I'd rather over than underbuild them. And I mean, you could, you could drive a 
rocket launcher up those well, stairs. Well, you got you got our dog Anna's stamp of approval I because know. she just goes running up those things. Yeah, no, it's great. Now the dogs can come bounding up there whenever they want and see their pops. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's so much safer. These rickety stairs on wheels that I used oh, to you, get up to the mezzanine. You know what? You should probably take a picture of those because yeah. those are... Uh, insanely scary. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can't have a functional workshop at the top of a mezzanine without a decent set of stairs. And the other thing is, uh, that's also the big exit area for the tractors and stuff. So, you know, uh, it had to be made according to getting in and out of the barn as much as it was being a functional set of stairs. So anyway, that's all uh, behind me. And now... Now I can uh, focus on all of the other projects that Julie has for me. Yes, and because they... I think the one that's now at the top of the list yeah. is my outdoor kitchen island. Yeah, that's the next thing. Yes. Yeah, there are a couple I'm of... looking forward to that. A couple of little tricks that I have to figure out with that one, but for the most part, as a matter of fact, I've got almost all the material. I've been kind of chipping away and picking it up. I have one, actually one piece of wood that I have to buy and then away I go. That's I just crazy, I huh? just have some uh some tricky little calculations to make and then we're off to the races. But that'll be fun. That'll be great. Looking and I, you know what? It's it's going to be very exciting for me to make use of that outdoor space. Yeah. Like much more so than we have. Yeah, I wonder if we're, we're ever going to be able to get uh, Wi-Fi out there. This this uh. this I we're just we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but we continue to have issues with uh, the worst corporation, the worst company on the planet, Orange. Uh, I, I've just never seen anything like it. Not one thing. So the, the things that w- that we got with our package, uh, Wi-Fi repeaters, mm-hmm. useless, useless uh-huh. ba- sent them back. Uh-huh. TV decoders useless. still don't work. No. And uh, we also got this travel box. It's a little 20 gig uh, portable Internet, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and I did everything it said. Yeah, put the yeah, chip we did it in. together. We looked at yeah. all the instructions, and it doesn't, doesn't work. work. So we're we're at, we actually have a meeting at an orange boutique tomorrow, and yeah, uh, well, we'll see how that goes. You know, like I get the sense that they're really good at selling. You know, like the front desk people are good at, at getting you know getting products into your hands, but they're just really not good at servicing if there's a, an issue, and uh, it's nonstop issues. That's nonstop, and yeah. I mean. Uh, I finally found an English line, and I think they've blocked me. You know, I mean, I've called them so many times. <laughs> but but here's the thing: it's nothing I'm doing wrong. I, you know, I I'm doing everything right, and none of their products work. So it's been very frustrating. I mean, you know, the good news is we do have uh, internet in the house. We decided to go with a point to point thing instead of burying three miles worth of cable. Right, which we had to pay additionally yeah, well, for uh, yeah. because their original plan doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 not been uh, smooth, that's for sure. But uh, we just thought we'd pass along the latest from our, uh, our, our fiber foibles. <laughs> Time now for another Paris 2024 Olympic update. So Macron this, this week um, said that they're looking at a plan B for the opening ceremonies. Oh, because what's planned right now is 160 boats traveling almost five kilometers from one bridge to another. 
um, with the uh, Olympic athletes and with the officials and with fans lining the Seine River. And I, I think they're conscious that that's going to be difficult to keep secure. Could be a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But but they, they're so far deep into the planning stages of this. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and, and it's a little while back they said there was no plan B, but I think they've had to step up their game and fi- try to figure something else out because, um, you know, what what is going on right now in the Middle East and, you know, the relationship between, you know, France and the Jewish community and the Muslim community. And, and it, you know, the, I think there is a, a fear factor there. Um, n- not that I want to be overly alarmist, but it it's uh, it's a big event with lots of people, so I think they're they're being sensible about trying to find a way to secure everything, even bringing in more art- artificial intelligence, so that they can monitor the streets, monitor people, um, make sure that there's no shenanigans that go on during the event. I'm so, I must be so strange. I mean, oh yeah, this just in. I know, uh-huh. but I just I I can't imagine. A worse thing to attend. This is just me. Like, well, you don't like people, so you know. Put yourself in in a, a throngs of of tourists uh, and, and spectators, and you're not happy. I, I just get jumpy thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, no. And and as a matter of fact, you know, the transport minister said it, it's going to be a transportation ordeal during the the, the, the Olympics from the twenty sixth of July till you know August. I think it's eleventh, and and so if you can leave town, go. <laughs> you know, here's here's the here's where my brain goes, and I and, and I know. There's excitement to being at a live event. I, I get that. But when something like, okay, a football game, there you go. There's another thing that I'll probably never attend uh-huh. I, because uh, you, there's so much better coverage, especially for football. Football is the one game that is way better on TV than attending right. because you can see what's going on. Yes. Right? Um, there's so much going on on a football field. And... Uh, the the same goes true for me with the Olympics. It's it's just you, you know the 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 cameras now and you know you know in in such high definition and what what you see on TV is so much better than being way up in the stands and then getting there and you know security screening and just and parking and transportation is just so much stress. I. Don't understand it. Well, we're we're also not twelve, so you know maybe that's for people who are more, uh, you know, uh, agile and well, not that we're not agile, but you know, more ready for the the, the game. Yeah. But you, you know, you've been we've been together to big events, you yeah. know, concerts and tennis matches, mm-hmm. and you know, you've been able to put up with the crowds in those circumstances. Yeah, but nothing. There'd be nothing like this. That'd be yeah. nothing. No, this like is going to be yeah, and it's also you know kind of constrained quarters. So, right. so it's uh, I think there's the, it, there's a certain um, concern I think uh, about how to make the games happen without any incident. Yeah. Well, let's really hope that they're able to tie this up in a nice tidy bow. Yeah. And I mean, I I think it would be great to see the athletes arriving on these boats. I really would. And I'd love to watch it on TV. Uh I don't know what their plan B is going to be because that, see, to me, if you have a plan B, now you have to rig the security for plan B as well. Mm -hmm. To me, that's Mm -hmm. actually more of a stress and a strain on your resources. Yeah. I, I, you know, they haven't mentioned what plan B, C, 
and so on and so yeah. forth are. But, you know, at, at this point, they're looking at their options. And this is a funny thing that I, I – <laughs> so transportation is going to double. The cost of taking a subway, a metro is going to double. They're tripling the hotel taxes, right? And so to, to me, it was hilarious because I'm reading on the one hand, they're tripling the hotel taxes so that the government can make a bunch of money, millions of million, hundreds of millions of, of, of tax dollars in order to pay for some of their improvements. But they're also saying, hey, Mr. Hotel people, don't increase your prices too much. Uh. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if you gouge, we're going to come and get you. So it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> on the one hand, it's okay for you to increase your prices, but Mr. Hotelman, be careful or else, you well, know. And, and uh, here's the government tripling their taxes. And if a hotel did gouge, the government would benefit accordingly. True. So I think they'll be walking slowly when yeah. they're doing their yeah, checks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were able to take in an outdoor market and uh, it was Kind of coincidentally, the coldest day of the year so far. We went to the Rock oh, Corps. There was frost on the car. We had to yeah. warm up the car, and that that hasn't happened in a long time. No, we haven't done that for since, well, maybe Canada. Yeah. I mean, to that degree, it was yeah. frosty. Yeah. And it was great. We had a lot of fun. We saw Malin and Danielle. They were there with not only all of their alpaca goods, but I, I didn't know they were bringing the three boys. Yeah, they had the two-year-old boys there, the, the award winners, and they're so cute. Oh. They were certainly drawing attention. Yeah, so got lots of pictures of the uh, Rockacore Christmas market. And it really was cool because they had, well, they, they had my favorite thing. I don't know how, we got to learn how to make this wine. Uh-huh. It, it's the, like, it's kind of a mulled wine. Yeah. It's hot, but it's got citrus and cinnamon. fruit and cinnamon. And you really love that that taste. I do. You're right about the citrus, and that's something that you almost forget in the taste of it, but it's just delicious. It's all hot, and it was such a cold day that we were able to uh, enjoy a, a glass of, 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 the, uh, of the hot wine uh, while we were walking around and got lots of really cool photos. But there were a lot of very interesting booths. Oh, yeah, so the, the people who made um, the walnut oil. Yeah. And they sold chocolate-covered walnuts. Yeah. That was delicious with a little bit of... Um, uh, pecan, a little... Uh, Peppery. Uh, 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 yeah, that was really good. Um, one woman sold this amazing candy that she made in her own kitchen. It was delicious. Kind of um, creamy, nougaty. Oh, yeah. You picked some up. I haven't had any yet. It's so good. It, I, I used to have that uh, when I was a kid. My mom used to make it. and it's Butterscotchy? So... No, huh? no, 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 no. Um, and, um, and I can't remember what it's called at this particular moment, but a really good, um, there were people selling fruits and vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> there were meats. Pe- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds. And, and there was, uh, uh, the man that was serving us the, the, the mulled wine was part of an association and it was pay what you can. I thought yeah. that was so sweet, you know? Very sweet. He was going, do you want to pay one euro? Do you want to pay two euros? <laughs> yeah. It was really great. Yeah. Uh, and um, and then Melinda and Danielle, they were selling all kinds of, like, she knits all year. I don't know. It's amazing the stuff that Malin makes out of the alpaca wool. It's incredible, really. Well, I've got some some gloves that I yeah. purchased um, from well, her that are just so warm and toasty. And I think you bought me a little yeah, cadeau yeah. de Noel. Yeah, for your stocking stuffer. I mean, yeah. it won't be a big surprise, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway. it, was, it was really good. Yeah, and uh, it was nice to see everybody out, even though it was crispy in, in terms of the weather. I, I got to tell you, it was sunny and crispy, and I think that brought more people out because, you know, when you go to a Christmas market, you want kind of a festive feel. True. And, True. and I think they certainly achieved that. And they have such a cool block there to put their vendors on. They close off the downtown right by the uh, Center Cafe, uh, which we tried to get into, but it was complete. It was full. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't couldn't have we lunch there. We were a little there. late on that one, I think. But yeah, they have a very good layout for that. Rock, of course, is a really cute town. We really like it a lot. We've been there. Uh, we, we frequent the place. The Center Cafe is kind of cool because the guy who runs it is originally from Australia, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's totally Frenchified, but uh, he, they have a lot of English customers as a result of it. Well, I think a lot of Brits yeah. live in and around that area. Yeah. So he customizes his menus so that it Fish caters. And chips yeah, and... yeah, it caters to the clientele. So yeah. uh, it's a very popular place. And we had a lovely time. Lots of dogs roaming around. Yeah. And, it's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So uh, check out the Facebook page. Took lots of really cool pictures of the Rockacore Christmas Market. And uh, we will have that for you at Jeff and Julie Move to France. So also in the news this week uh, is uh, a proposed project uh, in 2024 in certain departments um, where students will be wearing uh, uniforms. Mm-hmm. And this is a volunteer project. Okay. Um, and the government is providing these uniforms. They're they're the same for boys and girls. So it's it's pants and a top and sweaters, and and um, they wear them to school. And they want to see if this helps with you know the current bullying in in schools. Um, it, it helps also take. Um, it, it's more secular. It, it takes the anything that you're wearing that has religious significance out of the equation. You know, I remember when we first met and we had a discussion about that because I went to public school, uh, barely, and uh, <laughs> and then you you know you went to Villa Maria and uh-huh. Medal of Honor, but yeah. you 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 had the tunics and you had the and I was saying, oh, that is just so like I I completely at that time before you said this one thing. I just was totally against uniforms in schools because I just thought it was it took away your individuality. Mm-hmm. And, but but when you when you started talking about it leveled the playing field yep. for everybody and that just complete I just did a complete 180 yeah. on school uniforms based on what you said. Yeah, like my parents were not, you know, they they were middle class. So, you know, uh, they could they could afford to dress me in a certain way. There were kids at my school that were from very wealthy families. And they probably would have come to school in really high-end garb. And that would have, you know, that would have been a a little bit of a a friction between the haves and the have-nots. So wearing the same clothes puts everybody on a level playing field. And you're there to learn. You're there to acquire knowledge. You're not there to compete based on demographics. Right. And so, you know, I think this is a, a valid uh, experiment that they're doing here, but there's there's pushback. Well, it's because right now it's being sponsored by the government, but if it goes through, then parents will be responsible to pay for the uniforms, which I think are somewhere in the area of 200 euros uh, a year. But here's here's the thing. You got to put clothes on the kids anyway. This is the thing. Sometimes the complaining, it's ridiculous. So think about it. If there are no uniforms, you're paying for whatever clothes your kids are wearing. Okay? Yeah. So 
to me, it's a it's a non-starting argument. It's a non-starter. I mean, if there's a subsidy available, maybe for some of the parents for the for the clothes or for the uniforms, fine. But to me, you, you can't argue about something that you'd be paying for anyway. Yeah, I, you know, you could probably buy clothes, uh, you know, more reasonably at a better price. Than but think what about you're it; paying. those uniforms. You're you're getting two or three sets of the uniforms, and that's it for the whole school year. Yes. Yes. But then you still have to close your, your your kids for outside of school activity. So okay, okay. But anyway, you know, you know I anyway, mean, most most people are saying this is a great idea. Yeah. But it's probably not going to fly. I, I'm wondering if what might end up happening is it could turn into a by choice situation. So some parents could maybe choose to have their kids go to a school where uniforms are. Uh, right. Well, that would be, and... yes. So in, you know, when you're looking at private school, yeah. usually there is yeah. a uniform. Right. But that also means that you're more affluent because you're paying, you're paying additionally. You're not going, you're not in the public school system. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll see how that, how that goes. I mean, I, I, you know, being a, a, a Villa Maria Medal of Honor student. Oh my God! I, was, <laughs> I had no problem wearing it. Although, oh, I guess although, not. The, although, 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 in the beginning, the the uniform was really cool, but as time went on, oh my God! There was one one year or several years where we had to wear this bottle green polyester tunic. It was just, I couldn't wait to get to, to secondary school to get out of the, the bottle green tunic. Didn't show off the Medal of Honor well enough? Or <laughs> did it clash, the gold and the green? Or, I, I see. It was more bronzy, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I didn't, uh, <laughs> for uh, many, many reasons, end up in a school with uniforms. Um, but I did end up in the front row. Just for different reasons. <laughs> hey, Miss Fran, uh, you you told me, but I haven't seen her yet. Oh, she's beautiful, Miss France. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Go to the Facebook page because I will be hunting down photos of Miss France. Well, it's not hard because she's made news internationally. Why is that? Well, so her name is Eve Gilles, and she was the only contestant with a pixie cut. She had short hair. Is that? I didn't realize that was a rarity. Uh, in the 103 years of the pageant, she is the only one that had short hair. I love and it when, when when women can pull off, or you know, anyone really, but when women can pull off short hair, yeah. I think it looks dead sexy. Yeah, like think of Audrey Hepburn or Josephine Baker. Sure. Like they all had yeah, cropped yeah. hair and it looked great. Anyway, she's 20 years old, very smart. Um, and she said it's it's time, you know, to br- break the molds and, and to, you know, for diversity. And it's not all about having shoulder length hair mm-hmm. in order to be beautiful. And she says every woman is unique. Yeah. And so she, you know, she is proud of what she uh, has accomplished. Um, with Miss France, I didn't realize that there's also a, a component where they have to answer a questionnaire. Oh, you mean like, like uh, I want to change the world? No, 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 no. This is an actual like forty, quite forty not question. Yeah. No, forty questions oh, I see. that they have to answer. They're multiple choice, and just for the heck of it, <laughs> oh, I decided no. I decided I would take the test. 
I could not be Miss France. <laughs> Bombed, huh? Oh, I crashed and burned. Like some are pretty logical, but but I'm sure a lot of it's indigenous. Like yes, right? it, it, well, no, there's international news, but some of the um, well-known authors and politicians in France are uh-huh. not known to me. So right. so yeah. I just moved right along. But um, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Oh, I can't wait to fail at something else. Okay. Oh, have we done the uh, French phrase of the day? Because Maybe we can just button it right on. It will. It, oh, it's right coming after. in. It's coming oh, in. Oh, great. So yeah. it'll just be a massive amount of failure. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be great. Okay, hit okay. me. What is the capital of Brazil? Brasilia, Rio de Janeiro. San Paulo. Or Sao, Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. No. Really? No. <laughs> is it real? No. <laughs> it's Brasilia. You're kidding me. I thought it was Sao Paulo. No. No, it's Brasilia. Oh, crap. Okay, that's one no. I mean, why don't, Why wasn't the question what language is spoken in Brazil? Portuguese. That wasn't the question. Okay, but I knew that. Okay. Which country do they call the land of the rising sun? South Korea, China, or Japan? Japan. You're correct. You are now 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One one. Mm-hmm. Um... In France's road code, and you're very familiar with that. (laughs) (laughs) Is it authorized to use your cell phone behind the wheel with an earbud? Yes or no? Oh, interesting. uh, Yes. No. Really? Nope. Nope, you can't do that. You will get uh, fined heavily. Yeah, I don't, I just, my cell phone just sits on the seat. I don't go near that Mm -hmm. damn thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's too much risk, uh, not only for getting a ticket, but it's just dangerous. Okay, another question. Uh, Miss Universe, another beauty passion, took place in Salvador. If you were going to the beach, in which ocean would you be swimming? Would it be the Pacific, the Atlantic, or the Indian? Indian. Wrong. See, you couldn't be Miss France either. Oh, that's too bad. I would love to be Miss France. There's another reason, because there are rules and regulations. You you have to be legally female. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay, great. Um, And a French nationality. Well, that's refreshing. (laughs) Pardon me. Uh, And a French nationality, Uh either through birth or Uh naturalization. Okay. Uh, You have to be above the age of 18. Well, that's fine. And you have to be at least 1.7 meters tall. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I don't even know how many meters tall I am, but it probably isn't 1.7. No. Oh, you can't be a shorty, eh? I, I know. I find that really rude. That's shortest. It is. <laughs> it really is. And now, you know, France is trying to be a little cooler with their competition. There's no maximum age now. So it used to be 18 to 24. Oh, okay. But now older ladies, um, beauties, can um, try the competition. By the way, what was the ocean? It was Pacific. Pacific, okay. Um, now you can actually be married. You don't have to be single anymore. Oh, you used to have to be single. Yeah, you oh, can okay. be a mom. Oh, that's good. You didn't that, but you can't be, be short. Can't be short. <laughs> God's sakes. And you can be trans- transgender. As long as you're a biologically, Especially... biologically a woman. Correct. I see. Correct. All right. Um, okay, so this brings me to another question and the French phrase of the day. Okay. Is, is the French phrase of the day a question? Uh, no, it's what well, it is in a way. It's who is the author of this citation? Go ahead, read it. Okay. On ne n'est pas femme, 
on le devient. Was that by Olympe de Gouges? Oh, Julie, I, I don't even know what it means. How am I supposed to know who wrote it? Simone de Beauvoir oh. or Françoise Dolto? I'm going to go with Simone de... Uh, what is that again? C Simone, <laughs> Simone de, bon, de Beauvoir. Uh, I'm going to go with Simone de Beauvoir because that's the only one I can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be right. Oh, nailed it. On ne pas femme. We are not uh, women? No. We... We're not born women? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're not born women? Right. Uh, we are deviants. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Devient comes from devenir, and that's become. Oh. We become women. We become them, yes. Yes, we become them. Yes. Uh, so, one more time. You read it in French. On ne n'est pas femme, on le devient. Okay, so we, do, we are not born women, we become them. Yes. Oh, that's very nice yeah. and very appropriate. It is. For the uh, Miss France competition. Yes. And just one last question that they were asked. Oh, boy. No, and it, it just is because... This is for it, me again? It really well, I think you'll get this answer, but it really surprised me. Apparently, there's an immense black blanket of trash that's floating in the Pacific Ocean. Yes, there is. It is estimated to be the size of... A, five football fields. B, an Olympic-sized pool. C... Three times France. Three times France. Yeah. Yeah. That. No, it's it's a huge island of plastic. Oh my God. It's just ridiculous. No, it's 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 the biggest. Uh, I I think it's the biggest ecological problem we have in the world right now is plastic. Yeah. Well, and, another and, qu another and the question. Ocean. Yeah. Another question they were asked is which de decomposes in nature faster: chewing gum, pl uh, plastic bottle, or cigarette butt? Which decomposes faster? In nature. Oh. Uh, well, I would say the, the cigarette butt. Yeah. Yeah. And number two is chewing gum. The last one is plastic bottles. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's really scary. And I mean, there are some amazing organizations out there that are trying to, uh, you know, clean it up, but it's needle in a haystack stuff. It's, it's just, it's spit in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you know what? We have to be conscious of that because uh, the planet's in trouble. Well, and you know what? I, I As much as I hated it at the beginning, the single serving plastic uh, uh -huh. bottles yeah. is uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Really, they really are. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and uh, and, and again, recycling, that's that's very, I mean, how much more difficult is it to, to recycle? Now, I used to think recycle is just another word for garbage, uh, the way they, they used to pick it up, but... I think they're better at sorting it now, and yep, there's a whole triage. There's funneling it into the right sure areas. Making sure plastic goes with plastic glass, goes with glass. Yeah, no, they do a, a fabulous job, and I mean, it's God, how much, how much extra time is it really to sort out your stuff? Yeah, right? and, and you, when you start doing it, just like composting, it becomes second nature. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, exactly, and we're getting much better at the uh, composting yes. now too. Yep, yep. All right, before we uh, tie this one up, uh, you had quite the. So we got this note to say uh, you have to register your change of address. So they're trying to get rid of um, – the, the, they don't have a number for all the addresses here. As, as a matter of fact, it's quite remarkable how many addresses are just this place, you know, well, when, when that we, place. When we bought the property, it was a lieu-dit. 
Yeah, Liudi, right? which is this place, a That's place right. called a place called this, right? This. So you know, we didn't have a number. No, for the, for a good, I think, year and a half. And then they finally issued these numbers and a, a, a different street address, and uh, but but nobody nobody knows where it is. Like you, you, they still haven't got it registered on Google Earth. Yeah. What's the point of having a number if you can't put it into your GPS? Right. Like, how many delivery people call me on a regular basis saying, where's your house? Yeah, where, I'm, I'm just pinning them live? now. It's it's much easier to just send them a pin, um, and then they can figure it out on their own. But, you know, it's uh, now a requisite that we register the new numbered nu- numeric d- uh, address Otherwise, they're going to stop sending us the mail. Yeah, if it's if it's just Lierdi without the street number, apparently the post office will no longer deliver. <clears throat> and it's interesting because, you know, when you do these forms, you would think that people that live at the same address could do it at the same time. No, but Julie, that would be logical and that would be easy. That would be easy. It would be like, you know, Mr. and Mrs. blah, blah, blah are changing their address to blah, blah, blah. Like you do this at the post office in Canada, it's five minutes. Yeah. Oh, no. You have to go through the whole system as an individual in the same way that for our carte de séjour, which is our residency card, yeah. I, cu- I couldn't do it as a couple, even though we live at the same address uh, and we we have the same holdings. Um, it had to be Julie, yeah, and then and then me, and then Jeff. Two files, two f- whole forms, yeah. So it's it's pretty frustrating. The only thing in France that I think that you can file together is your income tax. Well, thank God for that, because they don't do individual income tax; they do it by per household. Yeah. So why is everything else individual? Why is everything else so damn difficult here? I mean, it really is. It's staggeringly. They. It's. It's almost as though they have a meeting, and they've 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 come up with their system, and then they go, "Wait a minute, you guys, hang on, everybody, back in the room. This is too easy. We have to make this much more difficult for the user." Could everybody just sit down and can we figure out uh, a couple more pylons for people to weave around, a couple more hurdles for them to jump, because this is far too easy. It's honestly, because you you, you honestly, sometimes you look at this stuff and you, you couldn't make it more difficult if you tried. It's complex. It's, it's frustrating. Anyway, anyway. anyway. We're getting through it and yeah. uh, we changed our address. I did not do mine properly, but whatever. We'll see how it... We'll figure uh, it out. It, yeah. it, 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 sometimes the computers just ch- change things. Yeah. Like I was getting a sticker for your car and I put in the date of the... Uh, when the car was made, it was like uh, 12, 8, 2020 or something like that. And then you hit enter and it goes and it changes it to 8, 12. So it change, it confuses the month and the day. Yeah. So and it, then they say, oh, you put the wrong date in. No, your computer changed it. <laughs> Ugh. All right, this is our last podcast before Christmas. So please, if you're celebrating, a very Merry Christmas from the both of us. If you aren't, as George Costanza's dad used to say, Happy Festivus for the rest of us. (laughs) Join us next Friday for the final podcast of 2023. A bientôt. Au revoir.